It's the Chronicles of Aguna podcast. We are back with another preview. Hello, hello, hello. Good morning and welcome back to the Chronicles of Aguna, the Arsenal podcast brought to you by the last man standing with loserport.com. As ever, I am your host, Harry Simeon, and on this edition, we'll be looking ahead to the Gunners' crucial clash with Southampton at the Emirates Stadium tomorrow afternoon. Tomorrow being Saturday, it's a 3pm kickoff. We've had a couple of those in recent weeks. It's like a throwback to the old days. We'll be looking ahead to the game. We'll be looking at some of the head-to-head stats between the two clubs. I'll be sharing with you guys my predicted 11, and we'll be dissecting Unai Emery's press conference. Um, So without further ado, let's get straight into it. Um, In terms of the record between the two clubs in the Premier League, there have been 40 meetings between these two sides. Arsenal have won 22 of those. Southampton have won seven and there have been 11 draws along the way. Arsenal's uh, 22 wins have been made up of 15 home victories and seven away, whereas Southampton have never won at Arsenal in the Premier League. They've managed to pick up seven wins. at their ground, whether it was the Dell or St. Mary's. And, and that has made up the entirety of their victories over Arsenal. So 40 games, Arsenal with 22 wins, Southampton with seven, and the remaining 11 have been uh, draws. Now, if we look at the recent meetings between the two clubs, um, as we said, Southampton haven't won at the Emirates Stadium. They suffered a 2-0 defeat last season uh, towards the end of February. Uh, they also beat us, though, Um, at St Mary's in December. It was Southampton 3, Arsenal 2 that day. And if you cast your minds back to that game, it was the return, wasn't it, of Laurent Koscielny. Um, It was the game in which Unai Emery opted to play with three centre-backs, despite only having one half fit. Laurent Koscielny had been out for months and months and months. He came straight into the side. Granit Xhaka, if I remember correctly, was played alongside him. And Stefan Licksteiner was the third centre-back. Now, for me, that was one of the games that, made me wonder about Unai Emery, if I'm being completely honest. It it didn't make sense to me. We didn't have the personnel uh, to play that way, but Unai Emery was absolutely adamant on it. And ultimately, in my opinion, it cost us the game. Uh, If we go back to the season before, we beat them 3-2 at the Emirates and managed a 1-1 draw uh, at St Mary's. Uh, in the December of that year and the season before that towards the back end we managed a 2-0 victory now if you look at the form guide between the two sides Arsenal's doesn't look great but Southampton's looks worse they are languishing down in 19th position in the Premier League Ralph Hasenhutl is under immense pressure Um, and of course there was that 9-0 home defeat at the hands of Leicester City which really upped the ante and really put the uh the coach under pressure. Now, uh, their last game was, of course, a home defeat, uh, courtesy of Everton. They lost at Manchester City the week before that by two goals to one. Now, there's no shame in that result. And despite the fact that they lost, Hasenhutl will be probably quite pleased with the response that they showed following that Leicester defeat, which was embarrassing. Um you know, on the, on the Friday night before. They also managed a 1-1 draw away at Wolves, which isn't a bad result. Um, but the week before that, they were heavily beaten at St Mary's by Chelsea. Now, in terms of Arsenal, 
course, we suffered that 2-0 defeat at Leicester. Not many of us gave the team much hope going into that game. But the most disappointing thing uh, is the three results sorry, that preceded that. Um, and that is, of course, Wolves at home, a 1-1 draw despite having led the game. Crystal Palace at home, a 2-2 draw despite having led the game. A really, really poor performance at Sheffield United uh, on the Monday Night Football. And then there was, of course, uh, the victory over Bournemouth, which... You know, we got the three points, but it was a far from convincing performance. Now, if we look at the two teams, their season so far, Arsenal currently sit in sixth, which is by no means a disaster when you look at how badly we've been playing and how poorly our results have been uh, of late. But, you know, I think we're quite fortunate in that the table is is very condensed at the moment. And, and when I say that, I mean, there's not many points between sixth place and 15th, I think, um, when I had a look at it yesterday. So, you know, a few wins here and there. If you can string a, some sort of short run together, then it can make all the difference. Arsenal have won four this season, Southampton just two. The Gunners have drawn five games, whereas Southampton have managed to draw just two. And that's been our real problem this season, draws. Too many points drop. You're dropping two points every time you draw. You're better off losing uh, a couple of games and then winning one. It's more beneficial points-wise. I know it may be um, a little bit different sort of mentally and in terms of the morale, but for me, draws are useless. You know, they, they, you can pick up a point here and there when you probably feel you deserve nothing, but if you're just taking points, 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 rather than the three points, then it, it is a problem. And over the course of the season, it will cost us. I think that's what cost us last season. Average goals scored per match. The Gunners are averaging 1.33, whereas Southampton are averaging less than one. Uh, goals have been really hard to come by for Ralph Hasenhutl's side. Um, average goals conceded per match. Arsenal's is 1.42, which is not good enough. But Southampton's is even worse with 2.42. Both sides, incidentally, though, have kept two clean sheets, um, which shows you that when we're comparing ourselves to the team in 19th place, with all due respect to Southampton, it to, have, to be on the same number of clean sheets is is, is simply not good enough. Um, Arsenal's biggest win, 3-2 win over Aston Villa. Well, there you go. We've not won a Premier League game by more than a single goal. Even Southampton have done better than that. They picked up a 2-0 win at Brighton earlier on in the season. In terms of the top player statistics, in terms of goals... Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang leads the way. He's got eight. Danny Ings comes in in second with five. And Moussa Dianepo uh, comes in third, along with a couple of other players. In terms of assists, Sofiane Buffal, Danny Ceballos and Ainsley Maitland-Niles all have three. Uh, passes, Matteo Genduzzi has completed 750 passes. And second and third place are Pierre-Emile Hoiberg, who's completed 588. And Oriol Romeo has completed 567. Uh, so Matteo Genduzzi way out in front there. But it's all good completing passes, sideways passes, but you need to make them count. And that's something that Arsenal haven't done yet. Uh, in terms of tackles, Oriol Romeo leads the way. He's made 41 tackles in the Premier League so far this season. And in second place is another Southampton player, Jan Bednarek. Uh, in third, it's Matteo Genduzzi of Arsenal with 20. So those are a few statistics uh, to uh, mull over in the build-up of uh, this game. Uh, let's have a uh, quick look at what Unai Emery had to say in his press conference, because there were a few interesting points um, that were raised. And he spoke about Granite Xhaka. He spoke about uh, the need to improve our performances. 
uh, and, and various other bits. He touched on the Jose Mourinho appointment at Spurs as well. Um, but yeah, we're going to uh, we're going to dissect this a little bit more now. He was asked, "Are Southampton a better side than their league position suggests?" And he said, "Yes, every team is difficult in the Premier League, and I think they need points because they are not in the best moment, but they are playing better away than at home." Interesting observation there from Unai Emery, and it seems to be true. Um, I'm not going to go into what he said about Mourinho, to be honest, um, because we've covered that and we're giving Spurs way too much coverage, if I'm honest. He did say, though, he was surprised that a change was made uh, in terms of Mauricio Pochettino and his position. Uh, let's keep uh, scrolling through this. He said he was asked, sorry, how are things with Granite Xhaka? And this was Emery's response. He's coming back better in his mind. His mindset is better to help us and closer to play when we need him. This morning, I had a very good conversation with him. He was training very well before the international break. He trained very well this morning. And also, my objective hasn't changed. My objective is for him to come back helping us and convincing everyone that his commitment with us is going to be better. And we're going to be proud of him in the short or long future with us. Um, so he's, he's confirmed that... Granit Xhaka is in a far better state of mind, et cetera, et cetera, that they've had a conversation. And then he was asked if he thinks that he's ready to play this weekend. And Emery kind of dodged the question, didn't he, by saying, we're going to decide tomorrow, meaning uh, Friday. But I want to give him the comeback with confidence and comfort also when we can connect with our supporters in a good moment and a good performance. Um, he also confirmed that the Swiss captain has been training and feeling very, very well. Um, so that's pretty much the, the, the main points from Unai Emery's press conference. I'm not going to bore you with too much more of it. Um, you can check it out on football.london. There's a full transcript there, which is, of course, the transcript that I'm using here. Uh, so do feel free to head over there and check that out. Um, so that's uh, what Unai Emery has had to say in the build up to this one. Now, let's look at uh, the predicted lineup that I am going with. Um, I'm going to just. Uh, run through what I think is, is going to be the team. Um, you know, I, I try to pick it as close to, to what I think Unai Emery is going to do. And, and I'm going to do that again here. So in goal, I'm going to go, of course, with Bernd Leno. Uh, the German international has made the most saves in the Premier League this season. There's an interesting fact for you. Um, it's not really a flattering one when you look at what that means about our defence, but that's the truth. Uh, and then the most Premier League saves so far this season. Um, at right back, I expect Hector Bellerin uh, to uh, continue. Of course, he played the 90 minutes at Leicester and he looks closer uh, to his full fitness level. He's not quite there yet, though, I have to say. He looked still a little bit ring rusty for me. Um, but he gave us a little bit more going forward on the rare occasions that Arsenal did, of course, uh, break into that Leicester half. At left back, I'm going to go with Kieran Tierney. Now, um, People have raised eyebrows in recent weeks when Sarah Kalasinac has been given the nod ahead of him. But the reality is that Kieran Tierney hasn't really looked that fit, if I'm completely honest. Well, Sarah Kalasinac has returned from international duty with a tight hamstring. That was the injury update that the club provided yesterday. Therefore, um, I think it's a no-brainer that Kieran Tierney is going to come in at left-back. In terms of centre-backs, um, I th think this is pretty obvious. I think that... Unai Emery has, has made these two his go-to central defensive pair. And that is lining up with a back three. You don't really know um, because Emery 
picked that system up at Leicester um, and he picked that system away in the Europa League against Vitoria. But for me, it's a home game against a relatively weak side that, with all due respect to Southampton, you should be winning. You should be going out there uh, looking to take the game to them. So for me, I'd, I'd go with a back four. Um, again, there, there's a good chance that Callum Chambers could come in and we could see one of the midfielders sacrificed. But this is what I think Emery's going to do. And this is probably what I would do in terms of the back four. So uh, a back four of Tierney, David Lewis, Socrates and Bellerin. Uh, in the middle of the park, I think it's obvious that Matteo Genduzzi will get the nod. Um, he's been sort of a, a constant starter under Unai Emery. Um, he's played a lot of football, in my opinion, too much football. But um, I expect him to continue alongside Lucas Torreira. Now, Torreira has uh, been making some worrying comments in the press lately in regards to his future. It remains to be seen whether he will be an Arsenal player come the end of the January transfer window. But given the injury to Ceballos, given the fact that I don't expect Granit Xhaka to come back into the side, I don't think Unai Emery has much choice. It's either Torreira or Willock, but I think Willock in there gives you a little bit of imbalance uh, if you're talking about those two uh, central positions. So for me, it's Genduzi Torreira with Mesa Ozil just in front of them. Um, the German uh, has looked pretty good since he's come back. Not spectacular, not breathtaking, but nobody has. And I think that's really important to take into account. I think we keep the ball better when Ozil is in the side. I think we uh, create a little bit more. I think his ability to pop up in different pockets is really useful. But it's only useful if the players ahead of him are making the right runs. It's only useful if the players behind him are fulfilling their defensive duties. I don't want to see Torreira pushing further forward than Mesa Ozil. That's been a real uh, problem for me of late. Uh, so fingers crossed. That is uh, what we see. Now, Nicolas Pepe returned back from international duty late. He went to Ethiopia to feature for the Ivory Coast in their uh, African Cup of Nations qualifier. He played the entire 90 minutes and Unai Emery confirmed yesterday that he did return slightly late. But uh, he's expected to return to training today, being Friday, and I expect Pepe to get the nod Um given that we have some injuries uh, in those wide positions. Reese Nelson is coming back after a, a little while out and Bukayo Saka is a doubt. So I expect Pepe uh, to start there. I think Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang will operate from the left, um, as he has done so often under Unai Emery. And I think Alexander Lacazette will lead the line. Now, there is a shout that maybe Gabriel Martinelli uh, will be given the nod uh, on one of the flanks, given, uh, you know, Pepe's return was so late. Martinelli did feature over the international break for the Brazil under-23s as well, but I think that game will probably have been a little bit less intense, uh, and I think he's had a little bit more time uh, to recover. So there is a good chance that Martinelli could play instead of Pepe, um, and we've seen Pepe start from the bench uh, quite a bit recently, uh, but again, I've just got a, a feeling, it's just a feeling, it's nothing more than that, that Pepe will be given the nod uh, in that um, in that uh, wide position. So that's how I expect and probably think Arsenal should line up um, on Saturday against Southampton. Um, again, uh, I'm not going to put my neck on the line because with Unai Emery, you never bloody know, do you, um, what you're going to get. It's very rare that you can predict his starting 11. I think I've done it a few times, um, just a handful of times during the, the, 
the time he's been at the club, which is probably not good enough. But what do you expect when he's a modern day tinker man, isn't he? Uh, so that's what I'm going with. That's what I think Emery's going to go with. And in terms of a prediction, I think it's going to be a really, really difficult game. I think Unai Emery makes a good point when he says that Southampton perform better on the road. They like to be tight. They like to be compact. They play with quite a high intensity and often playing on the counter-attack and sitting that little bit deeper without the expectation of having to go on and take the game to their opponent has worked to their benefit. Um, so I think that we'll be in for a difficult game. They gave City a difficult game at the Etihad just a couple of weeks back. So not expecting us to, to roll Southampton over with ease, but I do expect Arsenal to get all three points. And I feel like Unai Emery is very fortunate to have this fixture uh, followed by the Norwich one um, sort of in the imminent future because he is under a lot of pressure uh, despite the public vote of confidence. I'm not buying that his position hasn't at all been discussed, at least informally between those upstairs. Um, you know, the performances are not good enough. There are many situations with our some of our star players that are, are you know, not ideal. You know, first there was the Torreira incident. Uh, sorry, the Xhaka incident. We've got Torreira talking about potentially moving away. Mesa Ozil and him clearly don't see eye to eye. Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang is said to be stalling on signing a new deal. So that will be of huge concern to the Arsenal, of course, to the Arsenal fans. So let's see uh, how all of this unfolds. Um, and yeah, I, I want to say I'm looking forward to it, but I'm not. I'm really not. Um, I'm really not. Let's go over to some of your comments. Uh, the real captain who's watching live says, is this live? Yes, it is, my friend. Um, we are streaming this live and the audio format of this podcast will be available in all the usual places uh, shortly afterwards. Um, James King's James, James King James, sorry, says, I don't think Genduzi and Torreira can play well together. I don't think they can either, mate. I don't think it's a partnership necessarily made in heaven, but Given what we have available, I don't think we have much choice at the moment. So I do think that they will play. Um, and Omar says we will win this game. I hope you're right, Omar, because it's very, very important. We need to get three points on the board and quickly because we are in real danger of uh, losing sight of the top four. And that's simply not good enough uh, for a club whose objective it is to, to get themselves back in the Champions League and for a club um, of our stature. It's just not good enough. And we're already eight points behind City in fourth. And I just really, really hope that that doesn't uh, that doesn't extend any further. Of course, City take on Chelsea this weekend, um, which makes it even more imperative that Arsenal cash in here and Arsenal do get three points on the ball because they're either going to both take points of each other or one of them is going to do some damage uh, to the other. So uh, these are the weeks where we really need to capitalise. We're playing against a so-called weaker side, whereas those two are going head to head. Um, so, yeah, fingers crossed uh, we get all three points and uh, can uh, be happy back on the end of a Saturday. And then we can sit down uh, on Sunday and enjoy the football in peace. Um, that is the hope anyway. Big thank you to every single one of you for tuning in, whether it's via YouTube or the audio. If you are on YouTube, don't forget to hit the like and subscribe button. We'll be bringing you more and more content. We're going to bring you some content from outside the ground uh, immediately after the game, as we have done in recent weeks. And we're looking to make some upgrades to that, but I'll keep that quiet for now um, until everything is ready. Um, stay tuned for more and uh, we'll be back very soon. So until then, take care of yourselves. Ciao.